I just want to encourage you on today. You know, I love when the Holy Spirit just leads me to encourage someone on this podcast. My prayer has always been that whoever listens, including myself, that we gain something along the way, that we are learning more about Christ and we're learning more about Bible. And even as I grow in the Bible, my prayer is that I am uh, beautifully articulating the Word of God to the point where you all understand and also the passion that I have for the Word of God is being placed into you all. It's like a transfer. But I just want to encourage somebody on today. I want to encourage you that You are more than enough. You are. The spirit of doubt has kept people bound for so long and it keeps people stuck of thinking this is all that they are and this is all that they will be. But I want to encourage you today that there is more for you in Christ. There is more for you in this life. Even if you're like, well, everything seems okay. The question is, have you asked God to really, really expose any areas of unbelief in your life? The Bible on multiplication talks about little faith and it talks about lack of faith and it talks about unbelief in some form or fashion. It is where faith does not reside. And we know in Hebrews, it says that faith, without faith, it is impossible to please God. It is not saying that God is sitting up there angry because we don't have faith. What it is is saying faith is our language. Faith is our currency. Faith is the whole kingdom of God. So if I don't have faith, what do I have? If I don't have faith in the one who has created me and created this world and created Christ himself, what what do I have? Where do I go? I begin to seek out other things to help to fill the void. Let it be food, cigarettes, shopping, sex, people, gossiping, jobs, money, status, education, drugs, smoking, whatever it is, begins to fill that area because there is a lack of of faith you are more than enough if you you yes you are created in the image of God and I understand you say well I've been diagnosed with a disease I've been I have this learning disability I don't look like this or I may lack this but wait a minute you are more than enough When the Bible says in the beginning of the Bible in Genesis, it says that let us make man in our image. God did not say, I'm going to make man in our image with all these deficiencies. And so you look at it as a problem, but God's saying, that's not a problem. I can use that for my glory. But the question is, where is your faith to see that? I just want to encourage you. I just want to encourage you to keep your head up. I just want to encourage you to keep going. I want to encourage you to not give up on faith. Don't give up on this walk. You are more than enough. God has created you to be who you are. Yes, we are flawed. Yes, there are things in us that are not of God. This is what is sin. We all have sinful nature. Let me help some of us out. We all have sinful nature. The moment sin entered into this world... An enemy became the prince of the air. 
And the enemy has some form of power. And I'm going to say some form because he does not have all power. Some form of power, yes. So we have some things that are not of God. But the totality of us should be a reflection of God. But do we have the faith to do the work? Do we have the faith to say, yes, I have this issue, but I'm a lean on God and I'm a lean on his grace because his grace is sufficient. I just want to encourage you that you are more than enough. Too many of people of God, those who are Christ followers and those who believe in God and who have professed salvation, who proclaim that he is Jesus and Jesus Lord who has risen and he is our savior, are downtrodden, are depressed, have no hope. They don't know what tomorrow will bring and they're so scared about it. I'm not here to question your salvation. I'm not here to question you to say if you believe in God or not. I'm here to ask you, where's your faith? Where is your faith? Next Friday, we will talk a whole lot more about faith and having a faith of a mustard seed. And it's a beautiful scripture. And I love how Jesus used so many parables to really describe the simplicity of the kingdom of God. And he really has made it so easy for us to digest and swallow. But I truly have come to realize that some of us are lacking faith is because we do not understand God himself. I know you're like, well, Jen, I I thought I did, but I don't know how I discover more of him. I'm going to be honest. The only way for you to discover and learn more of God is to pray and to be in your word and to do what you hear and, and, and see and what you have been instructed to do. The Bible talks about hearers and doers of the word, not just hearers. Where's your faith? Yes. We can hear the word of God. If you're listening to me right now, you're like, well, I've been listening to the podcast. That's how you hear the word of God. I go to church. I hear the word of God. I go to Bible study. I hear the word of God. But the question is, are you the doers of the word of God? This is how we combat the idea that I'm not enough because now I'm doing more than enough. I'm building my spiritual muscle. Our faith is like any other muscle that God has given us, our brain, our body, all of these things. It has to have the right stuff to pump so that it can get stronger and stronger and stronger. The reason why our hearts are strong is because we're giving it all that it needs so that blood can flow through it so that we can have the right amount of oxygen, all of this stuff, because that's how it makes our heart stronger. The moment we start becoming in lack, deficient in something, It becomes weak or it works too hard and we become exhausted and all these other issues come in. And so now our defense system, which is our immune system, is now compromised. Where is your faith? Our faith is the same thing. We have to work it. Yes, we have to speak. We have to speak life. We have to speak things into existence. But some of us are speaking things into existence, but yet our feet are not moving. I encourage you today to continue to speak things into existence. Continue to speak the word of God over your life, over your family, over your atmosphere, over your home, over your job, over anywhere you go until your feet match what the word had said. Keep 
talking. Where is your faith? Hebrews 11 and 1 says, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I am hoping for X, Y, Z. And even though I have not seen it, so I am going to continue to walk in faith. Where's your faith? I just want to encourage you that you are more than enough through Christ Jesus. It is not just because of your beauty and your strength and your good looks and your intelligence and your connections, your wealth, or even your abilities or talents, whatever you may have that people have identified you as. They have said, oh, you're so good with this, or you're so great with that. You're such an amazing cook. These are all beautiful and talented skills and gifts that God has given us. He has graced us to learn. He has graced us to have naturally. But that is not the sum total of who you are. Have you even asked God, God, challenge me to discover more of you, which will allow me to discover more of me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Where is your faith? You're more than enough. Somebody, and I hear somebody saying right now, I believe in God, but I don't believe in myself. I believe what he has spoken to me. I believe the promises that he has spoken over my life. I believe in what I read, but yet it's not coming to pass. Why is it coming to pass? I'm just asking you to ask the Holy Spirit to examine if there's any lack of faith. Is there an area where doubt has sat there for too long and it has brought the spirit of being cynical, the mindset of always mistrusting and questioning everybody? It has brought procrastination with it. It has brought all of these things with it because see now, see that lack of faith has made you, has made this a part of your identity. So now you don't know how to move to live in a life of just faith. You want to see it. I'm asking you just to keep walking in faith. Let patience have her perfect work so that you may be complete and whole, lacking nothing. That's the word of God. When we continue to walk in faith, we walk in patience, knowing that everything is in God's timing and his season. We've heard it growing up. He's an on-time God. He may not come when you want to, but he comes on time. His timing is not about our timing. It is not about our deadline. It is not about, I want to be this by the time I hit this age. I want to have these things by, I understand all of us in some form or fashion have a goal list, a bucket list, but I'm just asking you to walk in faith. On today, choose faith. Choose that you're going to get up and do what you need to do. Maybe you've been battling depression. So you've been saying, I need to clean my room. You making one step towards cleaning your room is faith. Faith of a size of a mustard seed. Thank you, Jesus. We have made this thing so big and so complicated. And God is saying, I just want you to make one step. Because that one step will get you out of that thing that you've been crying out for. 
That's why I say that you're more than enough. You may not feel like it right now. You may not see it right now, but God sees who you are. He sees who he, he has designed you to be. Just make that one step. The word of God says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by God. I don't want you to keep looking at the end goal or, or what the big vision is. And we thank God for the vision. We thank God for the goals. We thank God for the transformation. We thank God for all that stuff. But I need you just to focus on today. You making that one step forward, that one step in faith is huge in the spirit realm. You may see as, okay, I'm just, I'm finally deciding to put my clothes up. See, you're making a faith towards your healing, towards organization. Because I know a lot of people who battle with some form of depression, form of anxiety, it shows in their house. But you saying, I'm making the step of saying, I'm just going to take care of the trash. For other people, it may seem like that's what you're supposed to do. But for you, that's faith. Maybe you've been battling issues for so long because of the trauma that has held you bound for so long. And you decided today, today, I'm going to research a therapist. Today, I'm going to write one page in my journal. Today, I'm going to find that scripture and repeat it multiple times to myself till it hits my soul. I am planting my seeds of faith, faith the size of a mustard seed. You are more than enough. That's all I want. just want to encourage you. Whatever it is that you've been wanting to do, that you've been desiring to do, and the enemy has been playing you and telling you over and over, you're not enough. You don't have the right resources. Or you're too old. The time has passed. Or the market is too saturated. Or why would you write a book? There's a thousand books about that. Why would you go to back to school? Why? doesn't make sense. That field doesn't make any money. Why would you forgive your parents when they have done this to you so many times? Why would you go back to that town? That town is dying. Faith does not make sense to the natural. Faith does not make sense to humans. But faith makes sense to God. See, the enemy's job is to continue to show you the obvious. Point out the lack in your bank account. Point out maybe that you don't have enough education or work experience. All these type of things. But God is saying, I don't operate like that. This is the same God who took dirt and created man. The Bible, I believe it was Paul, he referenced the gospel. He said the foolishness of the gospel. We believe that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin. That doesn't even make sense to the human mind, not to science. Faith is the opposite 
of what makes sense. Stop trying to make it make sense. Just make it make God. God, is this you? God, is this your power? God, align this with your scripture so I know that I'm in your word. Let me find a parable. Let me find a story. Let me find somebody's testimony. Let me find something, God. God, I believe, I believe, but help my unbelief. You are more than enough in Christ Jesus. I just want to encourage you. And I pray that you have been encouraged. I pray that you have decided that today I'm going to make that one step. I want you just to make this. I want to simplify this for us. Stop making it bigger than what it needs to be. Just take this step. Whatever that one thing is, if that one thing is just to finally research what you've been desiring, is that one step is finally saying, yes, I'll go on this coffee date after being in so many terrible relationships, or maybe you lost your spouse, or maybe you were in a bad divorce. I don't know what your situation is, but make that one step because the enemy wants to keep you in your cycle. He wants to keep you in your cycle. And then also he wants to bring things that make you justified for being who you are. And you say, self, this is just who I am. I'm not going to do this again. This is just what it is, what it is. That is not God. Tell me one scripture that will line up with it is what it is. Tell me one scripture that says, this is just who I am and I will never change. What? Not not the God that we serve, not Jesus Christ, not the Holy Spirit. I don't I don't know that God. To where he just accepts things as is. He doesn't progress. He doesn't grow things. Jesus literally cursed the fig tree because it wasn't producing fruits. It had leaves, but did not produce fruits. You were created to progress. You were created to continue to grow. You were created to flourish. You were created to have joy and have peace and have love. You were created for all of these things and you deserve all of these things. I just want to encourage you that you are more than enough. And I want to say this for anybody who has been diagnosed with any form of ailment ailment or disease. Let it be mental, emotional, physical, whatever it is. Do not allow that to be your identity. I am not asking you to dismiss it, nor dismiss what the doctors have said. If you are on a prescription, if you're in therapy, all that type of stuff, I'm not saying dismiss it. But I'm asking you to not allow this to be your identity. For this to be who you are. You are a child of God you are a king's kid you are of peculiar people unique bold confident you serve your God your father who is a healer who is a redeemer who is a restorer don't allow the diagnosis to be who you are is it a part of who you are yes And that a part of who you are may be for a season or maybe for uh, until you go see your savior. I don't know what your pathway is, 
But I do know this is not who you are. Don't allow this to be who you are. And watch your language on how you speak this. I am this. Let me help you and say, I have been diagnosed with this. But I'm believing that God will not allow this to consume me. I believe that God will give me wisdom on how to control it. I believe in God will give me wisdom on how to be free from this. I believe in God will allow me to see the beauty in this diagnosis. I believe in that God will keep me having joy in my heart and faith in my language. That is what I'm believing for. Don't say I am this, but I have this. Because what I have, I can't lose. I can't let go of. But once we start saying this is who I am, that is now a part of your identity. It's part of your fabric. It's a part of your foundation. It's a part of all these things. And I want to. I don't want to dismiss what, what the doctors have said. But I don't want to give it a larger platform than what it needs to have. I don't want it to become a form or some form of an idol in your life to where now you can't even believe the faith in what God has spoken over what the doctors have said. I just want to encourage you that you are more than enough because Christ is more than enough. We have Jesus as our Savior. Jesus is in our hearts, in our minds, in our lives. And I'm praying that He consumes us and that we grow in our faith and we grow in Him so that the spirit of doubt will stay at bay. The spirit of depression will stay at bay. The spirit of lack will stay at bay. The spirit of poverty will stay at bay. We will not be people who are angry and frustrated and down and don't believe. We believe, but don't believe. God, I thank you for exposing all areas in all of our lives where we do not believe. We are more than enough because we are created in your image. We were made with the very fabric of you. When you created us, you knew exactly what we would go through. You knew what we would experience in life. So therefore, we will turn to you in all things and all things. All things we will seek you. All things we will ask you. All things we will yearn for your knowledge. All things we will yearn for your directions. All things we will say, God, is this what your will is? Asking for permission before we do it, God. All things because we will find peace in knowing that we are in your will. Knowing that we are walking in your wisdom and knowing that we are covered by your blood and we have your grace and your mercy. Lord, we thank you for this time of encouragement. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Anyone right now that is feeling extremely discouraged, may the Holy Spirit begin to consume them right now. Come into their lives. Let them know that they are more than enough. We bind the spirit of suicide right now in the name of Jesus and we cast that down to the pits of hell and we what we will speak into, into them is the spirit of life. Jesus said that I have come that you may have life and have life more abundantly. And if they do not know Jesus Christ in their hearts, let their hearts be open to where they have accepted Christ. And they will say these words, Lord, come into my life. I want you to be my savior. I believe that you are the son of God. I repent and I will turn from my wicked ways. If you have said that you are saved, that is it. You are saved. The Lord is with you. 
The Lord is walking with you. You are never alone. You will never be alone. So every time the enemy tries to make you feel like you are alone, that is a lie from the pits of hell. If the enemy tries to make you feel no one understands, it's a lie from the pits of hell. Because God himself said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He knows exactly what we are going through and he knows exactly what we need. I want to encourage you that you are more than enough. Walk around with your head up. Go ahead and stick that chest out. Walk in the confidence and the boldness of God and love yourself the way that God has required of you and love others the way that he requires of you. I love you all and I will speak to you next Friday.